Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's a successful entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. And you can listen to all of my shows on most podcast platforms. If you have Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, please subscribe. And if you like what you hear, a kind review really makes my day. Now, before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from Dollar Shave Club, who provides the right items for us to get the most amazing shaves. I'll tell you more shortly. Coming up is a significant message from LinkedIn on how the right hire can make a huge impact on your business. Hey, I said huge. Do listen for that. And a special note, to help you find your message and build your tribe, I want to give you Russell Brunson's book for free through the mail. More info on all of them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is with Anita Sanchez, The Four Sacred Gifts. Let's see what we can learn today. Dr. Anita Sanchez is a powerful visionary woman of Mexican-American and indigenous Aztec heritage who has for over 38 years woven indigenous wisdom, business, and science into her global consulting and training with world and corporate leaders and their teams. At the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over, so stay tuned for that. Here we go. Hi, Anita. Welcome to our show. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. The honor is mine. I'm really looking forward to finding out what the four sacred gifts are. This has really got me. And I really want to follow your journey to success on this whole point of how it came and how you've put this all together. But before we do that, let's kind of go backwards just a little bit. Anita, what's your backstory? How did it all start for you? Well, it started... Uh, being born, I guess, at the very beginning. And I'm so honored that I was born into a family who economically was not wealthy, but was wealthy in many other ways in terms of spiritual and love of family. And uh, with the indigenous background that's Aztecan and Mexican-American, I learned from a very early time about paying attention to what is your worldview, to be very conscious of what it is that is fundamental to how you're perceiving everything around you, including yourself. Ooh, I like that. Very good. Now, how did you come about your vision for your current success? What started that? That started very early, too. At age three and four, I was already having this dream. And of course, in indigenous cultures, you're encouraged to dream. And I'd have this dream that uh, I was, when I grew up, I was going to be this stick person. Uh, And there were a lot of us all over the world. But what we were doing is we were connecting each other's heart. And so in kindergarten, as you imagine, can imagine when the teacher asks you to draw what you're going to be when you grow up, people drew mommies, daddies, firemen, wonderful things. And I drew the earth with all these stick people with our hands on each other's heart. And I said, I'm one of these. And there are many of us. And the kids laughed. And I remember the teacher say, put away the crayons. Something happened to me, Tony, that early. I wasn't embarrassed. You know, then being a five-year-old, usually usually would be embarrassed. Instead, I felt something very clear go through me. I didn't have the language for it, but I knew it was true. 
that I was going to be doing something that connected hearts all over the world. Wow, that gives me tingles. Can you tell me more about what you were envisioning doing in your future? Yes, well, I knew it had to do with, in part because what came later, I knew it had to be, no matter what our backgrounds, I grew up in a very diverse environment. We were the only non-Black family in my neighborhood in Kansas City. And then I went to a school that was a third white, third Mexican, and a third Black. So I just, uh, you know, it's just a lot of differences. And I could see from very early and from my training as in, from my Indigenous elders is that we are all one human family, one hoop of life. But what I was seeing as early as a young girl and clearly as a young adult and then as an adult, that's not how we were always operating, though. We were not treating each other as family, as relation, as sacred. And so I believe that my language I got for that early dream was that I was to be doing something. And as it turns out, I, the something is inside of business, international businesses all over, the, all over the world, teaching them how to embrace diversity and inclusion. So they get the kind of, you know, creativity, innovation, productivity, just an a inclusive environment that allows for many things, good things to happen as we want to have in businesses to be viable and, and thriving. Anita, the whole world needs this so much. We need more people like you. This is really inspiring. Anita, what's the purpose for what you do? The purpose is so clear in me that I know, again, stemming from that dream, that my purpose is to inspire people to discover and trust their gift so that they become a life-giving connection to themselves, other people, and the earth. And that is something that that purpose lives inside of me and it uh, extends outside in my work with corporate leaders and their teams all over the world. Love it. That is really good. Anita, let's get into your vision path here. And before we go into the four sacred gifts, what is the Eagle Hoop prophecy? Why is it important? And what does that have to do with the gifts? Well, the Eagle Hoop prophecy is a prophecy that came about in the mid-1990s. And the hoop itself is a symbolic of the hoop of life. There's one hoop of life, one world. We're not talking about north or south, developed, undeveloped. It's one. So it's an expression of that. And back in the 90s, there was a vision and a calling forth of indigenous elders from all over the world. And 27 of them responded, Tony. And what they came together for a, uh, a number of days, and they did as what came in the vision, built a hoop, hung a hundred eagle feathers from it, and did ceremony in their different languages and chanting and meditation. They then placed at the end of that weekend four gifts in the hoop that spirit told them was important for the human being to bring back harmony because human beings had forgotten how to be in healthy relationship with people, earth, and spirit. And that if they use these four gifts, we couldn't help but to remember. So it was for all humankind, not just for indigenous people, but for everyone around the world. Anita, when did this happen? This happened in 1994. And I actually got introduced and was in the presence of the hoop in 1995 because part of my volunteer work is teaching indigenous youth things that I teach in the corporate world. But the added piece is how do you keep whole 
your love of life and, and of everyone being your relation, where in some places it may not feel like that, where some of the behavior and actions might be antithetical to that. And so on one of those in 1995, that spring, I was there and it was a perfect time, Tony, because I was losing hope. At that point, I had already had more than 16 years of working in the corporate world, diversity, inclusion. Things weren't moving fast enough for me. You know, the women weren't moving up fast enough. People of color weren't moving up in the organization. White men who didn't fit a particular profile weren't moving up. And I was thinking about stopping doing what I was doing. And lo and behold, the universe provides. And that spring, there was the Eagle Hoop prophecy given to all of us and the gift. And I began using them immediately. It was like, it was like something, a loving arrow came right to me and said, oh, this is what I need. And I began using it, using those gifts and integrating them in all the work that I was doing with corporate leaders and still do today. Anita, where is this located? The, the, the Eagle Hoop? hoop? Yes. Yeah, so and hopefully one day in your travels, you can go and actually visit it. The Hoop is being kept by the vision keeper, uh, Don Coyas, who's a Mohican elder. And it resides in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And he does travel with that hoop because the hoop really belongs to everyone. He is the keeper of it. And so he's been um, in the business world. Uh, I was in the presence of it a little over a year and a half ago when I was speaking to a group of 6,400 people. And Don was with me and we were able to share the hoop. And then I was able to get into sharing how practically to use those gifts in your life and in your organizations and businesses. Anita, let's get into the four sacred gifts. So I've been on the edge of my chair. What are these gifts? So let's have them, please. Yes, there is no secret. We want these gifts uh, are inside of all of us. It's merely about awakening it. And that's what I love about indigenous wisdom. There's not a belief that there's something faulty about us as human beings. Rather, we have all this wisdom we just have forgotten. So the four gifts, in order to help us remember how to be in right relationship with each other and the earth and create harmony, are first, the power to forgive the unforgivable. The second gift is the power of unity. The third gift is the power of healing. And the fourth gift is the power of hope in action. Use these four gifts and we will remember how to be in harmony with one hoop of life, with creating uh, a world where everyone needs are met, that we are all are thriving. I love those gifts. I'm going to just jump right in. Forgiving the unforgivable. Now, that is something that society at large, I don't believe, this is my opinion, that many people can do because the unforgivable is something so dramatic, so drastic that the person can never forgive. I believe something different. I've written about it, but I want to get what your take is and what the elder has said on forgiving the unforgivable. How, how can people do that? Well, I think what's important is uh, that is a very difficult gift that you pick, Tony, uh, as you already acknowledge that you understand this. But when I talk to groups, this is where they mostly raise their hand that that's the gift they know that they have to work on. But a lot of them will say, but I don't want to. You know, that's just too, the hurt and mistreatment. So first I wanted to say what forgiveness is not. Because I think some people think that forgiveness means forgetting. It does not mean you forget. Or that forgiveness means 
uh, being disloyal to yourself or to others who are in your group that maybe it was one of those big hurts that hurt a whole group of people. That's not what forgiveness is. That forgiveness somehow means that you're weak uh, or that you're, you don't try to change the systems and structures or the behavior that took place so that it doesn't happen again. So forgiveness really means letting go of the energy you're using, holding on to resentment, hurts, and mistreatment for things that you can't change. When, when we forgive, we actually are allowing ourselves the freedom to use our energy for what we want, not for what did happen or what happened that was hurtful in the past. So it, uh, it's a very, very powerful gift that allows you taking that path of freedom to learn how to unconditionally love yourself. From that place, we're able to unconditionally love others. And Tony, if I could add another thing, because this summer I was in Sundance uh, with an indigenous group of Lakota people, and the elder came over to me and said, oh, I heard you were here. You're the forgiveness woman. There's basically nothing you can forgive. And I said, yes, that's true. There is actually, I can't imagine anything that I could not forgive. And he said, well, I want you to add another item to your thinking. He said, Anita, forgiveness is the passcode to your divinity. And every human being has that gift. I hear the pin drop. Anita, why is this a gift and who gave it to us? This is a gift that all human beings have. We already, by virtue of being born, in indigenous uh, perspective, worldview, everything is sacred. Not only human beings, but nature, animals, the water, all the elements. So this was just part of the creator. And you can call the creator, there's different language for that. We call it the great mystery. Many of us, some of it will call it God, Allah, uh, universe energy. And it's all important what you call this. But basically, this is inherent to being alive. This is a part of us that is so needs to be remembered so that we can resolve a lot of the suffering that we're creating in the world at this time. That is so beautiful. This is Anita Sanchez, The Four Sacred Gifts, and you can find her at foursacredgifts.com. That's F-O-U-R-S-A-C-R-E-D. G-I-F-T-S dot com, foursacredgifts.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues with Anita Sanchez, the Four Sacred Gifts. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Dollar Shave Club. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They've spent years developing, crafting, refining everything. They have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You name it, they have it. Check this out. I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for some time now. The prep scrub is cool. You do that a few times a week and it makes all the difference in getting a really close shave. I love it. 
And then you have the shave butter. Yeah, I know, it's not soap. It's a special butter that makes the razor glide on your skin. These guys know their stuff. Oh, and the executive razor has some weight to it. It's got a really nice balance. It's made of quality material, and you can feel it when you shave. And I'm telling you, that and the other items make all the difference for an amazing shave. You got to really try it to see the difference. It's amazing. The end result, I get the closest shaves I've ever gotten in my life. I can't get over how good that is. Sorry, barbers. The Dollar Shave Club has taken over. And as amazing as their shave stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club has you covered from head to toe. They've got everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and all that good stuff. And Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the products you use. You can get what you want whenever you need it, whether it's once a month or a few times a year. I never have to waste time at a store again wondering if what I'm getting is any good. As a Dollar Shave Club member, I know what I'm getting is the highest quality. And right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their Ultimate Shave Starter Set has basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The Executive Razor, Shave Butter, Prep Scrub, and Post Shave Dew. The best part is you can try it for just 5 bucks. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get your Ultimate Starter Set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash D-U-R-S-O. You got that? dollarshaveclub.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's shows with Anita Sanchez, The Four Sacred Gifts. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Anita also guides journeys into the Amazon rainforest with the Pachamama Alliance to support business people and their families to learn about their connection to spirit, earth, and indigenous people, as well as build understanding of the importance of preserving indigenous cultures for us all. All right, and now back to the chat with Anita. Anita, we are all a spark and ember alight created by the creator. This is very, very clear. I've studied the world religions multiple times, and it's been my quest for a long time. And we were created. There is no ifs, ands, or doubts about it whatsoever. The spirit did not spontaneously combust and be created out of nothing. As the prevailing theory goes, we were created by a being, and we call him the creator. And because there are so many other beings or views or points of view on it, I've come to just say it's the one true God. Because so many people have a God or don't have a God. Some people, money's their God or other things are their God. So the one true God is our creator and we are his light. We are created by him. And that is an amazing gift that we can choose to do this or not. And just as you and the elder that you had just referred to, When we choose to do it, when we choose to use it, it does open us up to a greater 
connection with the divinity with our creator. I totally believe that and I and I feel that energy. I feel that energy is not the right word, but for lack of a better, more precise word, I'm going to use energy. But I feel that in talking about it. And I believe that that's the creator in a way smiling and saying, yes, that's right. Well, we're kindred spirits. And as you've studied world religions, and so have I, and I've also studied since my doctorate is in uh, social science, uh, organization development, behavioral science, I also still hold to that belief that we're all sacred. So even those who may take a path of a, a science one that's without what I would call more holistic, I still see them being part of this. And I hear that in you too. Again, I go to where we have forgot. So going along with what we're talking about, I see and I've been taught, and I use this in my work, is that every one of us, every moment, have a choice to be good medicine or bad medicine. Good medicine, we're not talking pharmaceutical here, good medicine is anyone or anything that brings into alignment the spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. Bad medicine is anyone or anything that takes out of alignment the spiritual, mental, emotional, physical. And so that's a lot of power we were given so that we can actually be in right, what we call in right relationship with each other. And right relationships means treating each other with dignity and respect, actually inviting the gift that are inherent to all of us and then we add gifts along the way, of course, our different skill and expertise, like you being this amazing host, uh, interviewer, and it sounds like student studier of, of life as well, that we can share those. So I, I think that um, with that power that we were given, we have a great deal of responsibility. And I like to think of it as being a joyful one. And that's what I just love about these indigenous wisdom keepers coming from all over and bringing these as gifts, as an invitation, not as something to judge or to cause more harm, but rather try these on. And what I found since the mid-90s, both for myself and from leaders all over the world and their teams, when they try on and they begin using these four gifts, they begin seeing the difference. So beautiful, so brilliant. Anita, the first gift was unforgivable, uh, forgiving the unforgivable, I did not write them down, so I'm going to ask you, please, tell us number two again. Yes. The second gift is the power of unity. And you can imagine the unity, in unity with each other, we can accomplish anything. So all these real huge challenges that we have in the world, economically, spiritually, uh, economically, environmentally, socially, these can be addressed. We have the answers. What we need to have is the will and the spiritual motivation to do that. And so this unity is a very powerful one. And I will tell you that in organizations, people talk a lot about how horrible the engagement scores are, how unhappy people are coming to work. But they haven't focused on, they need to focus on all four, but that unity is how do we be with each other? How do we acknowledge each other? Do we share our appreciations regularly? Are we really in communication or are we constantly just behind our smartphone and our computer, which I'm not giving mine away either. So I'm not asking your listeners to do that because I won't. I need that. And that's how we're communicating some really good things out there. However, wisdom, 
the wisdom to use this gift, sometimes we have to push those away. We can't Google wisdom. We need to go internally, go into nature, listen to the elders, and go with other human beings of goodwill who know that together it's so much greater than us going on our own. That's where the major inventions, the incredible kind of knowledge and things that are providing healing, reversing even global warming is happening because of that unity, because of the collaboration and not staying separate in this illusion of what I call illusion of separation. Anita, I can spend the rest of the show and several more just talking about this one concept. It is so amazing. And yes, I have multiple cell phones, multiple computers. But one thing my wife and I did several years ago is we practiced something called observing silence. Mm -hmm. TV off, radio off, everything off, just off, all the electronics off. And we also go out in nature. We go in the mountains, as we discussed just before the show. We just just observe what's there. Listen to what's there. It's just so beautiful. And for all you urban dweller entrepreneurs out there, unless you go out into nature and the mountains and just see what's been created and given, which is a gift, and observe it, it is such, you have to experience it. The words just don't do it justice. And yes, we need all our stuff. That's how we work. That's how we survive. That's how we, we live and feed our families. I get that. No problem. But when you switch off and just listen, it is spiritual. It is inspiring as well. And I believe that that action will help bring up a sense of unity. And I'm not talking about the unity is in, in terms of uniting all the governments and all the laws or anything like that, but a different unity on a different level. And perhaps, Anita, you could kind of share how to separate that out. Because this is not a political type of a communication. No, it's not. Some of these things were created by people, and that doesn't make it bad. But what I'm talking about, these gifts and that the elders are talking about, are these are inherent to us. So this unity, you can see from science that will describe to us, even at the micro level, binome, we know that we're all interconnected. We know now, I'm bringing up that the fires of uh, the Amazon in Brazil I mean, I couldn't believe how many people all of a sudden become awakened to the Amazon. And people began to learn that, you know, even though the Amazon may be far away, you realize that 20% of our oxygen comes from that canopy of trees, that beautiful, huge primary forest called the Amazon. And floating rivers come from, a, uh, from the top of it every day, more water than is where the Amazon starts in Ecuador to where it flows out in Brazil. Every day, it creates these floating rivers that impact our weather all around us. So this unity, when we can be conscious that even right now, if I even get quiet and by myself, my breathing, I am not alone. I'm in unity. Those plants, the trees, they have taken the carbon from my exhales and given me oxygen to inhale. There's a symbiotic, important, powerful, life-giving relationship to all of us. And we just need to sit still. So I love your listening part, because when we do that, we get filled up in gratitude for how much abundance we have. And I'm not talking about economic abundance. I'm not talking about dollars. I'm not talking about power of governments. I'm talking about the very nature of who we are and being part of the hoop of life is so powerful, so beautiful, that it does almost bring you to your knees in gratitude. And that is present to us always. If 
we are willing to listen to ourselves, to be present to what is real. I love this. And you know, I have a lot of plants in my, in my place and they thrive, absolutely thrive like crazy. And I know it sounds really weird and I'm going to say this on radio. I know it's going to be forever there, but if there's an issue such as a plant didn't get enough water because it's been very hot, I actually get attention from that plant. I walk over, I check and I go, his soil got awfully dry and I give him more water. It's not like they talk to me, but I get a sense, a perception from that plant. It's very amazing. And perhaps that gets more fine-tuned or honed from listening to silence. But if you out in the audience have plants and if they're thriving, that's great because that, I believe that you're in sync with them because we're all created by the creator. And I'm probably going off tangent a little bit, but I just love this no, conversation. I love it, Tony. I just like, I just <laughs> love it. And as a matter of fact, when I go into an office or anywhere, even at the mechanic, and I see their plants not doing well, I kind of give them a little education, but I kind of, I kind of, I guess I'm weird that way because they're living and they just thrive. So I just love plants. So that's the nature in me and the oneness and the unity and all that. This is the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the check continues with Anita Sanchez, the four sacred gifts. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey guys, hiring the right person takes time. Time that you often don't have. Urgency can be your enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for your business. That's why LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. There's a number of great features on the LinkedIn Jobs platform. First, you can instantly see what applicants see. You can see what other companies are looking for, what qualifications they need, perks or benefits that may be available, and so forth. You should use this to strategize your job posting so that you know what your applicants may be looking for or what they may be enticed by. I recommend looking at other job postings in the LinkedIn Jobs platform. Then click on linkedin.com slash Tony to post your job because you'll save there by using my special URL. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills that you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by the people you want to hire. People with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Hey, find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash Tony. Again, that's linkedin.com slash Tony to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's linkedin.com slash T-O-N-Y. All right, check it out. Sign up and tell me how much you love it. Hear the stories. 
Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDierso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is with Anita Sanchez, The Four Sacred Gifts. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. All right. And now back to the chat with Anita. So this human race, let's kind of go back to this topic. It's not a one world government sort of thing, but it's we are all created by the creator. And what do you think is going to happen, Anita? Do we do we wind up becoming more aware of each other? What do you think? Where do you think this is going? Well, I think it gets to the third gift, the healing part, which starts with a very important thing that you've already brought up. Because true to all these gifts for us to come back into right relationship being good medicine to each other is that we need to listen and in that listening just as you said you could actually become present to that that plant needed water if we listen we get present to that our own bodies need water if we get present that we're listening we can see that a teammate is needing some support but when we get into a, a just a rut of busy busy busyness and not get still and listening then we, we're not attuned to that. So we can't heal that which we don't know needs to be healed. Now, it still can happen because these other, the unity could be taking great care of us just like you did with the plants to give them water. However, we can expedite this healing process of us being whole, whole as leaders of our lives, leaders in our families, leaders in our organizations by getting still and using the gift of listening. And to do that means to stop talking. It's to really pay attention. What is going on in my body? What is going on outside? I often will send teams of people when they get stuck and I'll say, well, you know, it's about time for a break. Get into trios, no more than three, and walk around the block. And they'll be looking at me like, what? You want us to walk around the block? They come back with greater awareness And they go, you know, I didn't know I needed that. I've been sitting in the seat for so long. I didn't know I needed to move. I didn't know I had to lean over and listen a little more because we were walking. So I was paying attention. Just some of those things that to heal ourselves requires listening, being surrounded by uh, people who, who care. Unconditionally love yourself is one we're always working on. And then finally, we have to get in action, Tony, and just... You know, this action is not necessarily about creating one government or something. That's not what I'm thinking about. But I'm thinking about whatever it is that we can bring our inherent gift to realize that we are all connected, that we have the power and ability to create a thriving world and not to create a lot of suffering. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing where people use the gift and use and are mindful is what you're talking about being present it makes a huge difference and we we should expect that of ourselves and we clearly should expect and support our leaders to be present yes and as a comment on that present time is a present of time yes. present of the moment from our creator 
And the more one can understand that or recognize that, I believe the more aware one becomes of what's going on out there to the point of you could be aware of just something in your body. Mm-hmm. You could be aware of, oh, I ate something and my body didn't like that. You know, right. I'm not going to eat that again. You know, I run into this periodically. Very amazing. This is conversation I will just talk on forever. This is, this hits my item. I love it. Mm-hmm. One thing you mentioned before is you are a transformational leadership consultant. Now, do you work specifically with indigenous people? Because I want to get into who and what are indigenous? What is indigenous and how come others aren't? I want to get into that and I want to get into your transformational leadership abilities as well. Yes. Well, the work I do, Tony, I should say, be clear, the paid work I do is primarily with so businesses and, and there are some indigenous people inside those organizations, but there are many who are not. So I work with people from all over the world, all different kind of background. Indigenous, though, anthropologically means all of us because all of us are all those elements of the earth water carbon all the different things that make us our bodies our physical body that's of the earth so the reality is we're all indigenous however when i say the word indigenous or on this book that i talk about indigenous wisdom that we're going over these gifts i'm really talking about particular people who have kept their original knowledge, the original wisdom that was given to them, and the practice of that wisdom by staying connected to each other, both two-legged as well as nature, animals, the water, all the elements. And that indigenous wisdom is the wisdom that I'm talking about that actually now see the United Nations, actually a lot of groups looking at because they're realizing now that indigenous people's wisdom of how to live in harmony and not destroy their surrounding is exactly what we need to learn that now we're in this struggle around reversing global warming so that we can have many generations out. So this indigenous wisdom, and just one quick point that I think is important for all of us, is that when we go to make a decision, however small or large that decision is in our mind, in our presence, is this decision going to benefit seven generations out or is it going to cause harm? And if it's going to be a benefit, then we make that decision. If it's going to cause harm, we pause. At minimum, we pause to look at it further. And I think about how many poor decisions are being made with unintended consequences not looking at as many variables, that then causes suffering. And that needs to stop because it's starting to cause such major separation between groups of people, classes. It's starting to hurt the young people who now aren't sure whether they have a future with all the destruction that has happened. And so we have the power and ability to reverse that. Reverse it, whether you call it global warming, reverse it in terms of forgetting who we are and what we really are, reversing that we are not separate. We live in one earth, not multiple earths. Well said, beautiful. In terms of using the sacred gifts, in terms of, let's call it being resilient, and as you mentioned, talking about dealing with fear and anger, how can we use these gifts to thrive and to be better, to survive? 
and deal with the destruction or issues that may be happening Mm -hmm. around us that are adverse. Let me start with a little story. I began getting this story as early as three, but for many years, we'd go visit my Osage relative, Alira, in uh, Kansas. And I remember I loved going there and playing with my cousins, and, but we would come in late in the afternoon, and he wasn't a very tall man, but he looked like a very big man to me. And he would stand there, and he would teach us about the people and about our way of understanding the world, and he'd make this big circle, and he'd say, you know, that was the earth, and that To be a whole human being is to live understanding the connection between people, earth, and spirit. And he'd look at us, he'd say, now, if you hurt your cousin or you hurt your sister, you not only hurt the people, you hurt the earth and you hurt spirit. And then if you spit, if you pollute that river, you not only spat and polluted that river, but you hurt that river. You hurt all of nature, spirit, and the people. He'd go around the whole thing. And I think this is why this is important to understand is because we realize we're more than what you see. We are more than the five senses. We are more than just the physical plane, as I expressed earlier. We are spirit. We are mental, emotional, and physical. We're all of that. And that when indigenous people pretty much all over the world had periods of time, and some still are, under siege, where genocide was practiced. And what our prophecy, our saying is, is that they tried to kill us, forgetting that we were their relation. And they forgot we're seeds. So you see, we're more than just what is here. You have all of those who came before you, and you have all of those who are coming after. So this resiliency is not only the ability to bounce back from challenges and difficulties right in the here and now, but is a knowing from a worldview of that resiliency has been built over time and the ability, like a seed, to renew and grow. It's not a stagnant kind of being. We've been endowed with that kind of incredible power, again, by who you choose to call that, whether it's universe energy, creator, God, but we have that power of resilience. So with that, when you get faced with fear and anger, sorry, it took me longer to get back to your question. With that understanding, rather than striking back of because of the fear or the anger or going into a flight, fright, or freeze kind of thing that they talk about that happens to our brain, we can become still and listen to what's going on and release and make those decisions Is what I'm about to do good medicine or bad medicine? We always have the choice, including choosing bad medicine. And then we have to go through the gifts and forgiving ourselves and all of that. But hopefully by being still and not just being reactive, we will choose to be what it is we want in the world rather than a mirror and reaction and in some kind of, you know, push-pull kind of competition rather than understanding that we're all part of this life. We're all this one hoop. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues with Anita Sanchez, the four sacred gifts. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We don't 
don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey guys, what if people would actually pay you for your advice? Sounds cool, huh? Well, I'm going to actually give you a free book to help you find your message, build your tribe, and change the world. Would that be cool? While I wrote the vision map, I'm going to give you free the awe-inspiring book, Expert Secrets, by Russell Brunson, which Robert Kiyosaki says is the map that will allow you to turn your specialized knowledge, talents, and abilities into a business that will work for you. This is one of the shortcuts of the new rich, end quote. I use ClickFunnels and I adore the product. I have never found anything so easy to use. I am a believer and I want to give you Russell's book for free. You just cover the shipping. You probably know I've interviewed Russell Brunson and Dave Woodward some time back. Great interviews indeed. You'll find them at TonyDURSO.com slash POD. I've seen Russell and ClickFunnels grow and grow and grow into this amazing company. And the most spectacular part about it is the growing number of people that are actually helped by his company. He's made so many millionaires. You have to check it out. Go to TonyDURSO.com slash C-L-I-C-K and get your free copy of Expert Secrets sent to you in the mail. Really, Russell pays for the book and you cover the shipping. This book is going to help you to find your voice and give you the confidence to become a leader. Build a mass movement of people whose lives you can affect. Make this calling a career where people will pay you for your advice and other great stuff. Would that be cool or what? Yep, it's the real deal and will not last long. So get your free copy of Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson at TonyDURSO.com slash click. Tony Robbins, Kalen Poulin, Ben Wilson, Allison Prince, Justin Williams, and a ton of others are using Russell's system and loving it. Now it's time for you to do the same. Go ahead, check it out, put in your address as the physical book will be shipped to you and tell me how much you love it. That's TonyDURSO.com slash click. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with Key Influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is with Anita Sanchez, The Four Sacred Gifts. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. As a transformational leadership consultant, speaker, coach, and author of the international best-selling book, The Four Sacred Gifts, Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times, Anita bridges indigenous teachings with the latest science to inspire and equip women and men to enjoy meaningful, empowered lives and careers. And now back to the chat with Anita. Anita, we have a very large entrepreneur audience, small business owners, as well as career-minded people who are probably listening to this wondering, what can they use? What can they take away to help in their, whether they're starting up an, uh, an enterprise or whether they want to take their business to another level. How do you see entrepreneurs and business owners using this to establish and have better relations and so forth and all the things that we've said, but how can they grow their business as well? Do you have any advice on that? Absolutely. 
So these gifts, I know they sound like, gosh, that's, but that's not all the ROI, you know, the return on investment. We don't have forgiveness and unity and healing and hope. However, if you begin using this not only for yourself to grow your leadership, you will also use these, then you're modeling that to your employees, to your teams. And I have where people actually go through and use each one of those gifts. And they talk about what's calling to this team at the time. And they have major breakthroughs. And it becomes depersonalized where people, you know, like, oh, instead of just talking about strategies and things, they begin taking it in a whole other way at both personally and a collective group. So using these gifts and my other advice is always work from vision. Always work from that. That's embedded in the gifts is that you work from vision of what it is you want to create. And don't go down the sinkhole of focusing all your energy on what you don't want. Yes, you have to address the realities if you don't have the cash flow, if you don't have the people, all the spots filled. I'm not saying you don't do that, but you don't invest all your energy there. Instead, you rally your people using the gift to become the fullest whole human beings who understand their connection, their power, the ability to create, and then go for that vision. Create a united one, a, a vision that can pull you towards that innovations and creativity rather than cycling downward and doing the most dangerous thing, which I see so alive, which is fear, fear of risk, doubt, so much doubt. And that danger of doubt is that it can cause you to go into paralysis. And businesses, we need businesses more than ever thriving, doing good in the world. The young people, you look at their polls, Tony, the millennials, and they're really clear. They expect businesses to be helping to resolve a lot of the big issues. They expect businesses to create inclusive places where everybody can bring their gifts. I'm really excited about them. And I don't give up on any of us who are older because we expect that too when we're operating out of our fullness, out of our gratitude, out of our joy of who we really are, rather than out of a cycling into fear and anger and those kinds of things. Again, I just love this conversation and where it's going. This is Anita Sanchez, The Four Sacred Gifts. It is a book called The Four Sacred Gifts, Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times. And you can find this at foursacredgifts.com. F-O-U-R-S-A-C-R-E-D-G-I-F-T-S dot com. A great book. And this is what we're talking about for the entrepreneur, small business owner, the corporate executive, those with career and want to move on up to the next level. This will help you. Great wisdom here. Anita, I appreciate this so much. I want to ask you, what are you looking to accomplish in the next few years? I hope to continue to inspire more people to be life-giving connections to each other. And I know part of that work is in the corporate world, but it's also to the masses. And so that's part why the book, but it's also why I have lending a lot of my time to where there are gathering of people from different sectors. So there's this organization that's been in planning for six years. It'll be rolling out next year called the Tipping Point Festival. Now, festival sounds fun, and well, you go, and then it's done, right? But festival, in terms of indigenous, festivals happen, they're not short-term. It's when you have a lot of bounty, and you need to share, and you're going to collaborate. So it's long-term relationship. 
So we have music, musicians and artists, Universal Music Group. We have business leaders. We have United Nations people. We have indigenous people. We have people from all the common walks of life who've been putting this together because we know that it's time everybody matters. Everybody matters, Tony. I know you know this, and hopefully all your listeners do. And that in collaboration and using these gifts together and going out and having joy, because we should have fun, right? So we're going to have amazing singers and artists, but we're also going to have different ways of what measuring how to we can be more life-giving, very concrete. And so I'm putting some energy there because I believe it is in the collaboration of science, business, the common people, the United Nations, and my hope is still for governments, but I know a lot of us are, are not as hopeful, but human beings create all these systems. So I'm still counting on human beings to remember that we have the power and ability to create the oneness. It's not just a cliche, but to actually live that for not only ourselves, but for future generations and the generations of other species too. Plant life in that. We don't want any of this to be gone. It's a beautiful world and it warrants our attention, our reconnecting to it in a healthy way. Anita, one last one. Any great resources that you would like to share with our audience visionaries? Well, I thank you already for sharing my book. I I think there's a a lot, there's almost 50 elders in there and the information and the concrete examples are powerful. But I also want to shout out to a corporate leader, a CEO, Bob Chapman of Barry Waymiller Corporation. And here is a man from St. Louis, Missouri, and he wrote a book with Raj Sasodia called Everybody Matters, Extraordinary Power of Caring for Your People Like Family. And I just want to say it is worth reading. Please read that because what we'll realize is that actually caring for people does not take away, oh, I'm going to get soft. Oh, I'm not going to get the results. Caring for people, people knowing that they're being acknowledged, actually then wants them to give more to each other, to have success, to have care of what you need and what you're doing with your family and and mine with mine. It's just very powerful. But he says it so beautifully, he and Raj Sisodia. So get that book by Bob Chapman and Raj Sisodia, Everybody Matters. I love it. And if you know them, I would love to interview them. Sounds like a great interview, more in sync with what we're doing. I welcome that if you know him. And if not... I do. I will introduce you to Bob Chapman. Well, great. Anita... Thank you so much. This is inspiring and invigorating, and I am so appreciative of you sharing the Forsaker gifts with us. Thank you so much, Anita. Thank you. To my visionary audience, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took her vision to reality. I hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I learned so much. The insights are so valuable. So how did you like this interview with Anita Sanchez, the Forsaker gifts? What a purpose she has to inspire people to discover and trust their gift so that they become a life-giving connection to themselves, other people, and the earth. Wow. And the eagle hoop prophecy in the hoop? That's really something on how that came about in 1994 and what it symbolizes. And by the way, did you catch that? Aside from working with corporations, Anita volunteers to help indigenous youths. She gives back to the community. I've seen so many successful people give back 
This expands the purpose and makes things much more worth it. I mean, it's not all about money. Perhaps once you get your business off the ground, that is. Do you give back to your community? I'm certain this will expand your purpose and return more grace back to you. Try it and see how it feels. I'd love to hear what you do. And you can see my give backs on my homepage at TonyDurso.com. Her first gift, forgiving the unforgivable. As discussed, that sure seems tough. The question arises, what would happen if you did that? How would you feel and what would happen to your life? Do you think you would release a lot of energy stuck in the past and thus be able to focus better on current and future tasks? I write about this elsewhere and I will leave you to ponder that for now. And as an elder said who walked up to her at Sundance, forgiveness is the passcode to your divinity. My take on that is that it's a step to unlocking your relationship with the creator, the one true God, and moving on the path closer to him. Think about it. Good medicine? I love her definition of that. That's a lot of power, isn't it? Second gift, the power of unity. It's not about giving up our electronics and our communications devices, but the wisdom here is in setting aside the electronic stuff and going to nature and with other beings of goodwill. Together, the experiences are so much greater than being on our own. Some of you will say yes, and I already know some of you will scoff at this and think to yourself that you would rather be by yourself. I write about this elsewhere, but let me cut to the chase. If you were the only person in this universe, you would be bored stiff. We need people to be with, to work, to play, to whatever. We need people to some degree, no matter what. There just is no surviving all by oneself. It doesn't work that way. As Anita says, it's an illusion of separation. Did you get the point I made about observing silence? It's amazing and I welcome you to try it. And the third gift, the healing part, and then taking action and then indigenous wisdom. There's so much more I got out of this interview. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help in your business or career. Tell me, tell the world. Tweet me at Tony, D-U-R-S-O. Now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You know this. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com. Now I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. I wrote it up for you. So now you can do it too. And follow me on social media. You'll find most of the links there on the homepage at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com. And if you have iTunes or access to any Apple device, look up my name, Tony, D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.